You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 4. It's called Silence the Whisperers, and uh, they didn't in this episode, Aurora. They are still <laughs> out there whispering, whispering their asses mm-hmm. off. Uh, they just, They're whispering even louder. Somebody, Yes, yeah, somebody threatened to silence them in spray paint, but that mm-hmm. is it. That's the extent yep. of the silencing in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about what happened in this episode. At Hilltop, a tree collapses and knocks down the wall. Uh, the survivors defend the community from an invasion of walkers. As it is believed that the tree was knocked over by the Whisperers, Lydia is, of course, singled out. Because, you know, she must still be one of them or something. Yeah. Um, She is unfortunately attacked by a group of Alexandrians, but is saved by Negan, of all people. Uh, Mm -hmm. But in doing the saving... Good good guy, Negan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, really good here. Uh, But in doing so, accidentally kills one of the attackers in the process. Basically, he just threw this girl off of Lydia, but Mm -hmm. wasn't paying attention to where he threw her off to. And she sort of went headfirst into a brick wall, and apparently that killed her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the council is conflicted on what to do with Negan, but he solves that problem for them by going missing, putting the community on high alert. Uh, meanwhile, a depressed Ezekiel uh, nearly attempts suicide, but Michonne intervenes. Now, it says here the duo share a heartfelt conversation, but it was more Nat. They share more than that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also Michonne, Judith, Luke, and others travel to Oceanside to help the community with walkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about episode four. I Before we talk about the main things that happened in this episode, I just have to say that Judith in this episode was adorable oh, and badass at the same time. The best. I love her so much. Love she, her so much. She's the best. Oh, when they were uh, going, like Michonne was in, in her horse and she was next to her and she was like, I can be a set of ears. Like, I, if you know, if you want to talk to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so adorable. Oh, she thinks she's a grown up. Look at her. She's so oh, cute. But you know she's what? She's so cute. She was really smart. They're talking yes. about the whisperers and Michonne is telling her that, you know, sometimes there's bullies that you can live with and sometimes there's bullies mm-hmm. you have to fight. Mm-hmm. And she talks about her little brother, RJ, and how sometimes it's better to not fight with him to go to bed, mm-hmm. to just let him run around instead, and he tires himself out. And she's like, do you think that's what they're doing with us? Mm-hmm. And Michonne's like, mm-hmm. you're really smart. And she's, she's so smart. And then she goes, I knew RJ was going to be good for, or like useful for something. <laughs> she was such a big sister. It was. But um, also, she fights right along with uh, Michonne and mm-hmm. she kicks butt mm-hmm. 
She did. Oh my god, yeah. I I loved her in this episode. She was great. For people who are fans of Game of Thrones, like she's the Lady Mormont of mm-hmm. of the Walking Dead universe. I I'm a sucker <laughs> yeah. for adorable kids who are yes. badasses. Badass, yeah. And her voice is so cute. Mm-hmm. And it's such a like insane contrast with what's happening in this world. <laughs> yes. And you hear her little voice. It's like oh. Yes, she's just, like just... she's a chipmunk, but yes, like a very dangerous <laughs> With a cowboy <laughs> hat. Yes, yeah. Um, and the other thing I was going to mention is uh, I don't know if you if you uh, paid attention to this, but the the outro song, the song that they played at the end of the episode, was that the song they were playing at the beginning as well? Uh, I can't remember the one where they kept whispering. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Yes, that yes. So at the beginning of the episode, they played that. And that's the beginning of the song. And then uh, at the end of the episode, they played like the last part of the song. I'm obsessed with the song as well. I downloaded it. It's already in my Spotify list. Whoa. Playlist. Yes. Yeah, obsessed. So, so well, I just wanted to get those two things out. Because <laughs> look, I was not paying attention to the beginning of mm-hmm. the episode because I was sitting there going one two three 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 and I'm like oh wait a minute stuff is happening let's pay attention yeah. uh, it was yeah. for some reason it's so weird it's just somebody counting over and over mm-hmm. again to yeah. a beat but and whispering whispering, whispering it. it yes yes I was lost like I just I was just doing that I'm like this is really catchy <laughs> and I don't know why it's one of those earworms. Yeah. Yeah, it's in, it's on my playlist in Spotify already. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> not much happened in this episode. Right. Uh, there wasn't a lot of whispery... Like, this probably wasn't the Whisperers. Maybe it was. I don't know. But maybe it wasn't. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe they are doing what... Um, Maybe they are doing what Judith su- is suggesting, and they're just kind of, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just gonna, you know, grind them down until they're easily conquerable, and that might be possible. Right. Or maybe they're not doing this, and people's uh, anger and biases are reading into the situation and applying what they want to apply to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think either are real interesting directions to go. Yeah, uh, agreed. I would kind of be more interested if this wasn't the Whisperers doing it and they're kind of just doing it to themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, also would work in the Whisperers' favor, I suppose. But Yeah. Um, there's one thing I'd like to point out. I hated the scene where Lydia is picked on by those three people. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't watch it. Mostly... I mean, mostly because, honestly, I just thought the acting was pretty brutal. Yeah, who was this lady? The blonde lady. I've never seen her before. I've never seen her before. The kid I know is, like, in the the one who put the bag on his head or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I know he was part of that group, the teenage kids group. And that's why I'm, I'm so, like, uh, confused about this lady, because she looks older than the kids. Yeah, and sort of the guy, like, the guy that was... Why Why are they hanging her. out together? What? What is this? It was weird. <laughs> uh, but also, I just found that performance to be really just weird. I'm like, why would you even do that? And why would you say this? Do, do people talk like this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
It's yeah, like, yeah, he puts exactly. out a bag on his head. He's like, oh, can I join your whisperers? He's like, oh, yeah. no, I can't because they kicked you out. And I'm yeah. like, who talks like this? It's like, it's like 80s bullies. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, just over the top. Like, people don't even talk like this. That's not how you get under yeah. people's skins. Like, maybe if you're like four or six or like you don't know how to push somebody's right. buttons. Right. And it's. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, come here, give me a hug. Oh, wait, no, I'm not gonna, because you stink. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what this was. I'm like, <laughs> how old are you, dude? You must be, like, 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. Oda. And that's a, that's a tall guy. Like, the other yeah. ones, like, the, the woman has to be at least in her 30s. At yes. least. Like, why is she acting this way? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that kid got... Uh, a doctorate's disease, a disease, a doctorate's, a doctorate's degree in insults from Trump University, because <laughs> like that is the level of insults we're talking about. Yeah, here. it was very yeah. poor. Uh, and for and to go from you know saying those uh, cheesy lines uh, that bullies in the eighties said mm-hmm. to beating someone up. Yes, that was, and the way that they did it too. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they were the kid. The kid was like, "We just wanted to scare her." Uh, You're not sure. She's almost dead. Yeah, I mean that's how <laughs> I scare people: uh, beating them half to death. And I really thought, like, I, I when she was getting attacked, I was like, "Someone has to hear this. Like, someone has to be around and come save her." And I didn't expect that to be Negan. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was going to be Daryl. Yeah, but I mean, her and Negan are both feel like outsiders here but isn't negan supposed to be like in a cell uh well i mean they they have him out i mean because like the guy who was like that guy shortly was like hey negan get back here uh like I, oh he's yeah on work, right. he's on like work release or something like prison work <laughs> release um so i think that's what was going on but it seems like uh he's trying to do good She's mm-hmm. trying to make a new life, but they both feel like outsiders. Right. Um, so I, I think he, and they've done a couple of scenes with them before. So I, I think they feel mm-hmm. like they're, um, they've got something in common and yeah, like he came to her aid here. Like he didn't mean to kill that girl. It was an accident, but to be fair, yeah. they were beating her badly. Yeah. And can we talk about how this woman died? Because I mm. feel like I see that a lot in TV shows and movies, like someone gets pushed Yes. They hit their head somewhere and they immediately die. Is yes. that like is is that how it goes? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I so they did it reminded me of a scene that that was done way better in Battlestar Galactica when they uh these two guys are in a in a prison and they get in a fight with the the guards or whatever and they shove one of the guards into the wall but the wall has like a pipe or something kind of protruding out of it a little bit and it mm-hmm. impales the guy like on the head just enough to kill him. Like, okay. That, yeah. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> like it looked like he just threw her off of her, yeah. but we hear like, <laughs> and I'm like, what <laughs> happened? And his, his Hulk. Yeah. His Hulk. He, they cut to her and she's just like, her, you know, sitting upside against the brick wall and there's blood everywhere. I'm like, Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> oh, that's the even, wall. Even Negan, like Negan's face is like, what? what? 
Yeah. Oh, that's that's the wall where they glue all the swords to. And they're just sticking out. Oops. It's just like Game of Thrones chair, just like just <laughs> yeah. It's a wall it's a wall made of swords. Uh it was a bad idea, but we needed a wall, so uh yeah, yeah I, don't I didn't know. understand that that I don't know how that happened exactly, but regardless, it was an accident. And at least they treated it as such, like the council was conflicted. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, you know, put us that on a spike. But other people are like, well, let's not go that far. And uh, they're interviewing the guys and the guys are like, well, we, we are the ones being attacked here. And I think Gabriel is the one that says, well, you're not the one like, <laughs> yes, with injuries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And by the way, something bad is going to happen with Sadiq. He is. Yeah losing it he's losing it yeah um i found that one shot particularly great where he just throws his head into the water and screams mm-hmm. I yeah that was cool i couldn't do that but i mean great shot but yeah normally i'd opt for like a pillow or something if i needed something <laughs> to scream into right. um i'd be too worried i'd somehow drown like you know, I'm so angry. I'm just going to put my dunk my head in this water and scream, and you know, then also, I'm dead. You know, not worth it. Water in this world is kind of precious, so yeah. please don't do that. Yeah, uh, totally <laughs> gross. By the way, to just put your head in there. <laughs> Think about everybody else who's got a drink from that thing. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. Think about someone else. Would you? You're being so selfish with exactly. your PT, with your PTSD. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, I, I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen here. It's obvious. Like, everything that happened to him at the tail end of last season has really affected him. And, mm-hmm. like, anytime there's any kind of conflict, like, you know, and I can relate. I hate conflict. I hate yelling and screaming yeah. and shouting. And mm-hmm. I try to back away from that as best as I can and try not to engage in it if I can help myself. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel it. Like, when, I mean, not as bad as he is because he's having, like, flashbacks and he's just, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to do. He needs to get up and get out of there. Uh, but yeah, you know, I can, I can relate a little bit. I, I'm curious yeah. to see what, what's going to, what's going to happen with him. Um, yeah. and let's talk about Ezekiel a little bit. <laughs> I mean, is, do you think his depression, uh, did they talk about where his depression was coming from? And they must've, but um, I think I, I mean, they, he just says that, you know, he lost his kingdom. He lost Carol, like Henry, like he lost everything. He lost everything. He yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, so which, like, you know, he he fixed by kissing Michonne, I guess. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that, shall we? Uh, so she goes to, to help him, right? She sees him, like, off on his own. And she sees mm-hmm. the, the, the sent his horse away. And she sees him standing on the edge of this precipice. I don't know if it's a, a crevice or mm-hmm. a cliffside or something. And Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she goes to him and, you know, he's like, you know, don't you know, don't do this. She, you know, grabs him and hugs him and tells him it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. She's kind of doing this weird patting on the back thing. Like he's a baby yeah. almost like, yes. which made the next part even weirder. Yep. Cause she's trying to calm him down and then he pulls away from her and then just kisses her. And she's like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, okay. But then she's like, wait, 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 no, no. What? <laughs> and then he stops. That's exactly how it looked. Yes. <laughs> For a minute, she's like, oh, okay. And then, wait, no, no, no. Hold on. What is happening here? It was a, a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> yes. And then he pulls away from her and then he's like, I'm I'm sorry. And she's like, what is happening here? <laughs> um, yeah. 
That was weird. Yeah, so they definitely shared a heartfelt conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. Like, I don't know. Does Michonne have feelings for him? Or was I she mean... just taken so aback by everything? I think it was just a vulnerable moment for both of them because, mm-hmm. you know, he was about to kill himself and she, you know, brought him back, helped it. Yeah. Right. So she's also vulnerable in the vulnerable in the situation. So I think it was just mm-hmm. a combination of that. But I think she said something like we would never work like we we're both too stubborn or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and re- relationship dynamics, I would imagine are vastly different in this world than they would be in our world. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying, like, awful stuff would now be permissible. Uh, Right. That's not not what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, it's not like Michonne uh, or Ezekiel can just, you know, get out there and meet new people and, uh, you know, go on blind dates or, you know, whatever. Like, that world is, is gone. And I mean, maybe I th- personally think that they both, if they were a couple, they would be a power couple mm-hmm. in this situation because he was king. Yeah. And she's a great leader. She's definitely the queen for sure. Yeah. They could, oh my God, they could rule everybody. And, <laughs> I mean, both of them, both of them are coming off of loss in a relationship, different kinds of right. loss, but they both have right. loss. And mm-hmm. People have a need for companionship. So I, yeah. her reaction, actually, I thought was, when you think about it in that in that way, kind mm-hmm. of to be expected a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Wait, what's happening? This is kind of nice, but <laughs> right. but still, what? And she did mention something like when they were walking away, she was like, "I I have been kissing like I don't know how many how much time." Yeah. She said something like that, so she was like, "Well, hey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since since probably since Rick was still alive. Yeah. Um so yeah, there's you know, that's one of those things. People people crave that stuff. So mm-hmm. it makes sense, but the relationship like normally if that happened out here today, mm-hmm. that would be I would think much more inappropriate. Yeah. Uh than it would be in this world, but you know, yeah. in a world where human contact is pretty fleeting and most of that contact is involved with killing uh and most of the people that you care about die yeah a lot more frequently than would happen here right Um, so there would be different relationship dynamics but yeah Yeah. uh, actually i I think i sort of talked myself up into liking this episode more than i thought i did when we were done watching it i like this episode yeah me too uh now that we had a chance to digest it a little bit and talk about it i think i like it uh even even a bit more than i than i did uh when the episode was over Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts uh, on episode four? And if not, what would you give it? Well, one more thing is at the beginning of the episode, Daryl has this little tray with food. Uh, food and was it? It had flowers too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And uh, he puts it in, in, the, in uh, Carol's door. Yes. And leaves. And I saw that. And one, uh, I would love for that to happen to me. But two. <laughs> Just have somebody bring you <laughs> breakfast in bed. Oh, no, Daryl. Or whatever. Oh, just Daryl doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but second. It's like um, that dream that Mr. Smithers has of <laughs> Mr. Burns flying in through his window. <laughs> Except for you, it's it's just Daryl Dixon. Yes. Uh, but then I was like, wait, is Carol on, in, on pills again? 
because don't know. It, it looks I, it, I don't I don't think she is, but it looks yeah. so nice, you know, for Daryl to, you know, bring that little tray mm-hmm. with flowers and food and put it in her door. I was like, wait, is this a dream? It yes. looks like a dream, but it, it was real. But it wasn't. It was just Daryl <laughs> being, being nice. Daryl. Yeah. Nice yeah, guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a very sweet guy. He's just a, has a tough exterior. Yes, a very gritty exterior. Tough to get yeah. through, but on the inside, yeah, practically a teddy bear. Because you can see that also with Lydia. Like after mm-hmm. Lydia gets beat up, he uh, was so sweet to her. Yes. Um, as well. So, yeah. Uh, and also, do you think that uh, Lydia actually let Negan out? Maybe. She's lying. I feel like she's lying. It's possible. I mean, he did help her. And he, he probably was concerned, like, what they were going to do with him, even though it was mm-hmm. an accident, mm-hmm. because of his past history. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe is like, a I, double agent and all of this whisperer stuff that they think is going on, she's actually doing it. I actually think that I agree with that a little half of it. I okay. agree that there's a mole. Mm. There's someone there. That's doing things for the whispers, yeah. but I don't think it's Lydia. But it's gonna look like it's Lydia because ah. she's the she's the one that everybody, you know, she's a target. Ah. But there's someone else that's acting like, you know, they're part of the community and they're actually a mole. That's what I think. Gotcha. Okay, well Yeah. Maybe that person is the person the the one that, you know, let the tree fall and you know, just maybe people hmm. can also just instigate, you know, and just you know, room. You know, start spreading rumors or things like that, and just cause panic. Right. Maybe there's someone doing that in the group. Huh. I mean, yeah. it's possible. I, 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 I kind of don't really know for sure what's going on, but I sort of like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what would you give Silence the Whisperers? I, I am gonna give it a four. Okay. Good. Yeah, I yeah. gave it a four as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to give it like a three and a half or three and three quarters, but after we got done talking about it, I decided I liked this episode there you more. Go. Yeah. You know, especially reminding me about how adorable Judith is and how oh, much I yeah. would just like to see a show where she just runs everything. Oh, I, mean, I would she, love that. I mean, she probably can't because she's too little right now, but. I mean, she's proven that she can defend herself very well. Yeah. At the same time, you know what we need? We need a, like a Muppet Babies-esque show <laughs> for Walking <laughs> Dead. The kids, like we can, that way we can bring in the Telltale Walking Dead universe. We can bring those kids in. We can include Clementine on this. Okay. That's what we need. We need our Mm -hmm. Muppet Babies of the Walking Dead universe. I would love, I would watch a Clementine, Judith show any day. They'd be a great team. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. That was, you know what? Better than I thought it was going to be. We ended on such a positive <laughs> note. I'm like, you know what? Going into this before we talked, I'm like, yeah, it was okay. I think I liked it. But no, you know what? I really mm-hmm. like this episode. <laughs> I ended happier than when I started. That's a, <laughs> that's a good podcast, everybody. Yes. Uh, let's thank the good people over at Fandango for sponsoring the show. com slash Fandango. Head on over there for uh, some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. And... Uh, oh my gosh, we're in November, I just realized all of a sudden, so mm-hmm. uh, never too early to start buying gift cards for, you know, not close relatives, but, you know, your cousins or your aunts and your uncles yeah. and your nephews, you know, the, the people you don't see as often, and you're like, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about them, so I'll buy them a <laughs> gift card. <laughs> Cinemageekly.com slash Fandango, everybody. 
or click the yes. support us link in the show notes for this episode. Um, while you're at cinemageekly.com, you can check out the archives of this particular show and all of our other shows, of course. Uh, and as it relates to this show, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe. That way you can hear us come back next time talk mm-hmm. about more Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 5, called What It Always Is. Mm-hmm.